0: If you listen to a lot of old 90s hip-hop, you'll hear them talk about knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. So here's the deal. Knowledge is just knowing, being aware that something exists. You're listening to The Fly Guy Show. They do everything on the fly and in such a fly manner. Stay fly, stay fly, stay fly. So, I just want to share with you three things. I want to share with you three things. All right? Simple as one, two, three. I uh, have learned three important things about manhood That I want to share with you Alright First deals with the concept of one, two, three. If you deal with numerology The number one is related to knowledge The number two is related to wisdom And the number three is related to understanding If you listen to a lot of old 90's hip hop You'll hear them talk about knowledge, wisdom and understanding So here's the deal Knowledge is just knowing Being aware that something exists Okay Knowledge is simply knowing Something exists Wisdom is taking that awareness And using it And when you use it Over and over and over That that awareness over and over It becomes natural to you So you don't have to think about it And that becomes understanding You already understand how to walk You don't have to think about it Alright You know how to punch somebody You don't have to think about Alright So knowledge, wisdom, understanding Knowledge, wisdom, understanding it, Here's the deal Most people punk out on knowledge So you try to share some information When they say I already know that And they shut down And these people never move to Wisdom or understanding And understanding is that point where It happens naturally So if you're not doing well in school, you might go to class and the teacher starts teaching something that you may have been already exposed to. I already know that. I ain't paying attention. It never moves into wisdom. And when you take the test, you fail. It's really that simple. The reason that you're not doing well The reason you're not succeeding on the football court, the basketball court, in your musician class, and and, and whatever you're involved in, is you never move from knowledge to understanding. You never move to the point where it just comes natural. Second thing, if you ever watch sports, you have seasons. You have the pre-season, you have the regular season and you have the postseason, right? Yeah. What do you do in preseason? You practice. Practice. You, practice. you practice and prepare yourself. What do you do in season, in the regular season? You perform. What do you do in the postseason? In the postseason, you process. You award, you recognize, but the most important thing you do in the postseason is you process. So when you're coming to school, you actually have pre-season before you get to school. What are you doing to prepare yourself so that you have a successful time when you're in the environment? While you're in school, you're actually in season. And when you get home is your postseason. Most people punk out on the pre- and the post-season people punk out on the pre and the postseason, So they're never successful in season because they haven't prepared for it. They're never successful in the next season because they didn't process themselves after the season was over. So you might have done really well in middle school but you hit high school and things just not working out. Because you didn't do the right thing in your postseason. If middle school was your regular season when you got home from school, you didn't do the advanced study, you didn't do the advanced preparation. Pre-season, regular season, postseason. And if you punk out on any of those, you're not gonna be successful. When I was in uh, middle school, I had this uh, guy that I was cool with. His name was Kurt. What year was (laughs) that? Oh, middle finger. Oh, middle finger. (laughs) All right. Uh, So, (laughs) Kurt was... uh, You know, Kurt was that dude who was really braggadocious. You know, he knew everything. He worked out. He was real muscular. You know, he thought he could punk everybody. And uh, we had seats where we all sat down. And so... I grabbed my food and I put my plate down and I went to grab something. When I came back, Kurt was at my seat. Uh Now, the reason I knew this was my seat is it was right across from Natalie. All right? And I was trying to work my way into something with Natalie. You know what I mean? All right, so that was my seat. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Natalie uh, was sitting there and I walk up and Kurt's in my seat and I'm like, yo, dude, you're in my seat. But, of course, we didn't call each other dude then. But work with me, all right? Curtis, oh, hey. you're in my seat. He just kind of looks at me. It's like, Kurt, you're in my seat. If you're if this is your seat, move my plate. I was like, that's all I gotta do sit next to Natalie Picked up his plate, and I was just gonna move it over one seat, right? And he sucker punches me. So we get into it, and we're tussling and fighting and da-da-da-da-da. And at the end of the thing, I realistically can't say that he beat me or I beat him. It was realistically a draw. All right? Realistically a draw. I got in some thumps. He got in some thumps. You know, realistically a draw. We got pulled apart. All right, so I get home, and my father says, All right, so you had your fight. You get back to school the next day, everyone's going to mess with you. So, I want you to say this thing. Just say it's over with. That's like, it's over with? But then, just say it's over with. And so the whole night, he and my mom are like, what do you want to say tomorrow? It's over with. What are you gonna say tomorrow? It's over with. It's over with. So I get back on the bus the next morning. Yo, man, yo, you tore Curt up. What? Man, that's over with. My best friend, that's just over. Alright. Oh, that was easy. And then as the you know, the time on the bus progressed, more and more people were like, "Yo, he beat your a word or stuff like that," and I was like, "Nah, it's over with." And it became easier and easier after I kept saying it's over with. So after I would say it's over with to them one or twice, you know, once or twice, they wouldn't bother me about it anymore. Then I ran in and added. <laughs> 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 and she said, "Are you okay?" And I was like, yeah, "I'm good. I'm good." Like, well, we didn't say I'm good. I'm good back then. with. So I said the you know equivalent of I'm good. I'm good because I'm still trying to get to Natalie, right? Mm-hmm. And then she said, "Wow, you really beat him up, didn't you Yeah. <laughs> 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 so it did. <is. laughs> It was the hardest thing. It was the hardest thing that I did in that moment, but I had to say, "Nice, nah, it's over. She's like, what? I said, it's over. Yeah, Little did I know, Madeline was one of them girls who ran them out. All I was checking out was her body, her face, and everything was just right. I didn't know she ran them out. So, when she's around her girls, I realized I actually heard two three while later that she was just telling people that uh, he said it was no big deal it was no big deal it was over with what would have happened if I told her I beat tail? she would have told everybody I beat tail, and me and Kirk would have been at it again. now incidentally the next day me and Kirk were cool yeah, so, I mean, no, we, we you knew each other, know? we were acquaintances you know, we had our fight. It's like, yo, you got me, I got you, yeah, okay, i right, cool. And that was it. But if I would have said to her, yeah, i would be his tail, you know, wanting to get a little deeper in with her, I would have caused that problem to continue. So, what I didn't realize until recently was that was my knowledge, wisdom, and my understanding. I knew that I didn't want it to continue, and my parents gave me the 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 under the, the, the wisdom by making me repeatedly say it's over, it's, it's over with. That when that point came, it was almost natural for me to say it's over. That was my pre-game, my preseason, my season, and my post-season. So that's how I was prepared to handle that situation. So one last thing I want to share with you is that (laughs) adversity is going to come your way. Adversity is always going to come your way. And adversity comes to do three things. It comes to teach you. It comes to train you. Then it comes to test you. Once you pass that test, you'll get a whole new crop of adversities. But that level of adversity will leave you alone. So whatever you're dealing with right now, realize you're being taught something. Learn the lesson in that. It might be happening to you over and over. That's because you're being trained. And you're going to have an ultimate test coming. And once you pass that test, that part of your life is over. You might have a teacher you can't stand. But once you pass her class, or his class, for their class. Gotta be uh, millennially politically correct. <laughs> once you pass that class, you don't have to deal with them no more. You might be having a very hard time in that math class or with that person. But once you learn how to deal with them, you won't have to deal with that type of person anymore. And then the next time I'm talking, that somebody like them shows up, you already knows how to deal with them. Right? One, two, three. wisdom, understanding pre-game, pre-season, season, post-season, and teach, training, test. You learn those three things. I'm not going to say life is going to be easy, but I'm going to say it's going to look easy when everyone else watches When everyone else watches how well you handle stuff, they are like, man, he got it so easy. No, nah, you were taught, you were trained, and you were tested during your <laughs> Preseason, your season, and your postseason. And you had knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. All right, thanks for your time. Award <laughs> winning producer Raheem Shabazz continues the Elementary Genocide documentary series with the School to Prison Pipeline. That film exposes the social engineering done to African-American children in the school system. And his other film, Elementary Genocide 2, The Board of Education versus The Board of Incarceration, takes an even deeper look at the history of the American school system and how it was made to justify subjugating black Americans. These films are on track to be the most discussed films in black America. These films feature people like Dr. Boyce Watkins, Dr. Francis Cress Welsing, and many, many more. The documentary is available right now at elementarygenocide.com. That's elementarygenocide.com. Yeah. Stay floss, 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 stay floss,